0: Hi, this is Lisa Blythe, and on the number 10 episode of Daytona Scene, festival fun continues in the greater Daytona Beach area with the Grillers Gone Wild Barbecue Fest, River Fest in Ormond, plus the Daytona Beach Symphony Society's season begins. And we talk about some vegan options for you to choose from in the greater Daytona Beach area. It's all coming up on the next episode of Daytona Scene right here.
1: Welcome, to Daytona Scene Podcast. Al Smith here with Lisa
0: Blythe. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Mr. Smith. How are you? I'm doing just dandy. Love it in the little nip S- in the air. Slight, just the slightest change. Yeah. Below it's... 80. <laughs> Not and we much. had some rain, and I had yes. to wear a sweater. Ooh. I had a job. scarf on yesterday, boots. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of nice. Break those clothes out. I know. I was looking at uh, the Weather Channel, and some folks up in Michigan, where I'm from originally, mm-hmm. were uh, getting a little cold and snow. If you notice that. Yeah.
1: That's when that's what pushes them down here. That's what drives our economy. That's right. First cold snap of the good good snow up north is. They're coming good for business here. They're coming in droves. Where the word snowbird comes from. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So, man, it's uh, like I said, it's festival season, and mm-hmm. we're looking at uh, this time of the year when the population in the town grows, uh, based a lot based on <laughs> the snow you just referred to, and uh, the weather gets better. It's slightly cooler,
0: so everybody's enjoying. And you know, one thing that's been going on that we forgot to mention last week is the Volusia County Fair. Mm. It's going on through November seventeenth at the Volusia County Fairgrounds. So that's always a fall event. Now,
1: you think we think you could get a vegan booth there?
0: I doubt it. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the it's a youth show as well, yeah. and a lot of kids learn how to take care of animals. Yes. Now, I, I don't know if every intention if it's uh, like uh, Charlotte's Web where they're going to save some pig right. or not, um, but they do learn how to care for animals, and I think when once you begin to care for all different types of animals, not just those we have deemed to be pets, but all animals. You start to develop a bond with them because they have just emotions, just like we do. Yeah, moods. So I
1: got a story for you, and this is a true story. So there was a place called Krabby Chris. At first, he was a food truck, and he was up in Ormond Beach a lot, and then he and he he did barbecue, right? Pork and pig a pig on his logo, grabby Chris. He did seafood and he did uh pork and he had great uh, barbecue. And then he opened up, there's a little stand in Ormond by the sea. If, if you ever seen, it? it's kind of a, it's all outdoor seating. It's really cool. He's right, right on the ocean, right on a one a. And then he opened up a small little breakfast place. And I was in there like three father's days ago, my daughter and her family took me out and Chris came out. We all knew Chris. And he starts showing us the picture of his pet pigs, two pet pigs, he and his wife. And um, he's just loving on these pigs It's just telling them how smart they are and how engaging and how loving they are and, and how, you know, he's big. And shortly after that visit, I talked to him again and he said, I'm selling the restaurant. I can't, I can no longer <laughs> serve pig just it's wearing me out i can't do it so you end up opening up a i believe he's in flagler beach with the seafood restaurant now yeah true story
0: i believe it right i've i've had raised pigs myself Have and if you raise yeah north carolina all kinds of animals which is be- the beginning of my veganism but if you uh if you raise a pig with a dog the pig will behave just like the dog if you treat the pig like the dog hmm and they are very smart. And these were
1: big pigs. Yeah. these are like the little ones with the curly tails. That, you know, these are really, these are like big. What do you call them? Sows? I don't know what you well, call Sal them. These a are a big. Girl pig. These were like I was just amazed at how big. And then the picture you see that right pictures of of pigs doing human like things and being treated. And yeah. that's what this guy. That's what Chris had. He had pictures of this pig just mm. in yeah. the care and the just like a lot of people what they're. Dogs have the run of their house. Their pigs have the run yeah, of their house. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And they so
1: they're very clean, too.
0: They are. Yeah. They're very clean, and they don't overeat unless you force them to or make it too available, mm-hmm. just like people and other other animals. Yeah. You know, you continue to put a big buffet in front of somebody, they're probably going to gain a little bit of weight. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I look away. That's no, okay. Bobby's not here again, so I, I can't look well. at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's skinny. That is that's a great story, and I'll have to let him know about our vegan group. Maybe he'll do one of our events. Yeah, if he's cooking some vegan food. Um, You know, Monday was Veterans Day, and there were a lot of Veterans Day events going on around town, and I got to participate in one um, over the past week. Uh, Embry Riddle Aeronautical University is doing a whole series of events for veterans. They have a lot of veteran students there, and they did a, a yoga with veterans. At the new student union and a friend of mine, Tony, who is also a yoga teacher at Platinum Fitness and part of Volusia Vegans instructed the class facilitated the, the practice and it was great. It was also coordinated by Team RWB, which is a, another group that there's a lot of veteran promotional events helps them um, some of the people from the VA hospital were there. It was a nice event, probably. And a lot of, I mean, these are big, burly vets, you know. These guys right. probably are Marines. I I, don't, I can't tell by looking at them. I'm sure each other can. And they were doing yoga. Right. Wow. it's pretty cool. So we were all kind of zen. We were zen with the vets. It
1: was fun. I got another story for you. So, are full of stories of vets, today. I know. I don't, but you're just uh, striking nerves here you talk. So I grew up an army brat, right? So I, my dad became a doctor the only way he, he was he was raised by a single mother that was a waitress at the black kettle in on us one in holly hill <laughs> right now we're, we're i think the uh I'm trying to think of what there's now i think it's the ace hardware store is what used to be so
0: it's north of hill. granada or is it
1: south of granada, granada okay it's in holly hill and he grew up, you know where the Hazard gas station is? Have you ever seen It's been there forever. She used to live right Anyway, the only way my dad could, he, he wanted to be a doctor. And here's somebody that grew up in real poverty and, you know, because so I had a single mom who was a waitress. And so that's, they found a way. So, you know, as he went on, the only way he could finish his schooling and do his residency was to join the Army. And he had been in the Army. He had been, a vet, he'd been gone to Korea as a 20-year-old. Then he ended up joining the army again to finish his residency. So I spent the first 12 years of my life as a army brat. And we moved to, um, we went from Honolulu, Hawaii, three years. My dad was at Triple Hospital, which is where a lot of, of the wounded from Vietnam, and this is 1967, 68. And then uh, in 69, I think all the things went on in 69, he got transferred from Honolulu, Hawaii to Fort Dix, New Jersey. And the reason I share that with you is that we weren't, as a small child, I was like in third grade, second grade, you know, so I have vague memories of it. But, you know, later my parents would tell me we couldn't leave the base most of the time because there were so many protests against the war. And the way it's all fine that we protested the war, I get that part, but. The people in the army, you know, the servicemen and women, um, did not get treated well while they were serving, and they damn sure didn't get treated well right after. So, you know, it had an effect on my life, and it had, I know it had an effect on my dad's life. And it was like, and my dad's a pretty liberal thinker. He didn't really think we need to be there, but that was just his job. That was just where you know
0: he supported the country.
1: Absolutely, hundred percent. Um. So it's just interesting that when I look back on that, how badly they got treated. My dad, you know, we couldn't go. My dad couldn't leave the base and feel, take his family out to dinner in his uniform because people would basically spit on you or give you dirty looks or treat you bad, right? So I think one of the greatest things that's happened in this country since that and now is, as you refer to, now we, as we should always have been, <laughs> in my opinion, you know, Treated our vets with great respect and to celebrate their service to our country. So uh, it was, um, I don't, that wouldn't happen today, but it's, just, I think it's one of the best thing, evolution of our country that's happened. That it's great that we do not just Veterans Day, but it seems to me we do, we should always do more. We were talking earlier about this before we went on the air. It's like we gotta, you know, we gotta support the vets and then the, uh, you gotta support it with money. You can't just, yeah. Say, thank you for the service is one thing, but backing it up with money and support is another.
0: Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges is we we can – there's a lot of lip service done to veterans. And when it comes to the way um, the VAs are funded, all the different resources are funded, we certainly, I think, are still lacking in some areas there. But, it, it, you know, in general, just supporting – whether you su- just similar to any job you might have, you might not always support the person who's r- running the company but you support the company as a bigger entity and the country is a bigger entity. Yeah. You know, we, I think it, what they fought for though. And every veteran I know would say, we fought for your right to protest. We want to protect oh, yeah. that right to, for you to have your own opinion because not a lot of other countries have that where you can That's protest. Right. That's but right. It's just the, I guess it's the manner you can respectfully protest and you can just be downright Nasty. Yeah. to people.
1: No, and I think we've yeah. made that over time, make that differential now, right? I think now people protest with whatever military involvement we might have, but but not against the people that serve in the country. I think that's right. one place. I think we do have bipartisanship. Right. right.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was a fun thing. You know, you mentioned your friend Chris, we'll have to let him know about, the vegetable butcher who does all plant-based cooking. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of pop-ups all over. They're going to be at the Red Pig Brewery at Second Street Market in Honduras. I love Hill. the red You've been there? Yes, I uh, was there yeah. briefly last night. I had dinner at the Honduran Chucherias yes. oh, restaurant yeah. last night so with some girlfriends. Eat? They have a vegan uh, dish. Oh, okay. It's That's at the good. bottom of the second page of the menu. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very good, and yeah. they have the best hot sauce, plus their um, mango martini with gin. Very good. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah, the people there are very nice. I love the food. Yeah, it's a there's great, a there's a new great vibe in there. I think, it's and a, Red Pig Brewery has a great vibe. Yeah, yes, I like the wall,
1: like the they have the. If you've not been there, folks, we're talking about Riverside Drive across from the MG, just uh,
0: the old Second Street Market. Second Street I don't Market. know if Market. it's still called the Second so, Street Market. It's an old Street Coquina building,
1: and then they've got the Chicheros restaurant, and then the Red Pig Brewery, which is a pretty
0: small place, but uh, really good beer. Yeah, and all their beer is vegan. Yeah. To the brewmaster, did you? It's very important to them, and That's they bring rad. food trucks in, yes. And his wife Angie, yes, very nice, nice people. people. And uh, I think it's they're, they're really getting busy and they're getting a lot of locals. Yeah. I don't think they've been open yet a whole year, but it's nice when you see something like that supported.
1: And there's one night they do pizza Friday night, Friday, so Friday night's yeah. free
0: pizza, free pizza, and she orders vegan pizza, which just with cheese, vegan cheese on it. Oh, well, there so. you go. Yeah. You know, the Daytona Beach Symphony Society is kicking off their season. In addition to festivals that we have going on. we sat have, up a little straighter when you said that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> The first uh, show is going to be the National Symphony Orchestra of Ukraine.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. It was founded wow. in 1918. It's said to be one of the finest symphony orchestras in Eastern Europe. And they'll have some work by Rachmaninoff and Tchaikovsky, who is, you might cool. remember did Sleeping Beauty. That's right. Yes. Now that you say it, I remember,
1: I don't think I, I might've got it on multiple choice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And there's a concert soloist named Olga Kern who won the gold medal at the Van Cliburn International Piano Competition. Oh, and she's the first woman to do so in over 30 years. I think I would dig that. Yeah. Van Cliburn, if you're familiar with that piano festival, that's not for the, the folks who who, like me can barely plink out, you know, Mary had a little lamb Right. (laughs) with one hand. That's my, that's my, on a good day. So that, that's exciting. The Peabody is one of our, I think, local treasures and love to keep that going with uh, uh, supporting all the shows that go that uh, come yeah, there.
1: Chad Smith, who runs that facility, is a good friend of mine. And was uh, checking me yesterday, and we're going to have him on the air soon. But I know um, they're in the process of ordering the new sound system, which is huge. This is something that needs to be done. A lot back, and I tell you why it's huge for the obvious reason that they you need a better sound since so right now there's a mono system in there, which means anytime you bring a, a rock band i mean you could do the orchestra in there, but you, to bring in you know a rock band or a country band or any of that you have to you have to supplement it with another system, which adds about five thousand dollars to every show, so we kind sometimes will lose out on shows because that extra cost puts it over, so this will be a better sound and we'll get better shows so
0: Nice. Yeah. So previously, it sounded like AM radio, right? It did. If you <laughs>
1: didn't bring it, in. so yeah. Right. So no, it would have... right. So you're none not of Like Jackson Brown, we're gonna didn't come here without us bringing a sound system in,
0: right? Yeah. So that's exciting. What is yeah. the time frame for that?
1: Six months, I think. Yeah.
0: Now, does there have to be any other structural changes to the facility no. in order to accommodate? Now, just put it no, right in. Just
1: put it right in. That's awesome.
0: Plug in plug-in. Very, very exciting. Very yeah, exciting. So. Well, we mentioned uh, festivals, and I know that you you've been familiar with this one for many years. The 11th annual Ormond Beach Riverfest Riverfest Seafood Festival, yeah. two day event at the Casements.
1: It's a great. You know the Ormond Main Street program does that, and they. Um Julia up there does a great job um, with that. They've really done a lot in Ormond. They have these few festivals they do, about quarterly. They'll have a festival right there in the casements, right there. I mean, you really can't find a better spot uh, to do a festival in. Especially on a day like today, or, you know, this weather turns nice, and you're right on the water, especially right right around sunset. It's just gorgeous. But anyway, they do... um, River Fest, and they have a fair amount of seafood, and they brought in other type of vendors as well. And um, and they've music. got music playing all
0: day. Yeah, on the main stage, there's a pub area, apparently, live football. So if you are afraid you're going to miss out on your favorite football yes, game. That would be me. They will be uh, showing that a lot of other vendors, and they're going to have boat rides and paddle boarding. They call zone. So it's exciting. And, and it looks like you know, parking can sometimes be an issue, but there will be free shuttles from the City Hall on the mainland side and the Halifax, 100 North Halifax Drive-On Beachside to get back and forth. So you don't Very have to cool. worry about trying to park on the street and John Anderson or something.
1: And I believe, because I helped them do this, I believe Hayfire <clears throat> is going to be playing. I don't know the time. Ha- they didn't put their times out on who's playing when. But Hayfire, which is a great local band, that uh, country slash pop slash rock band. It's a really I think one of the best bands we have mm-hmm. in the area. They really do a, a great job. Um, female singer, they have male, female, male, female singer, so they do a lot of duo stuff. That's really good. Great pedal steel player in there. So, well, maybe that'll
0: be their warm up because they're playing at the Bank and Blues on Saturday night. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe they're playing on. That's going to be the warm up for this Sunday if they have live music on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I don't know which day. I just know um, that they're going to be there. I hope yeah. connect, make that connection point. So that's that's a good band. I'm sure they got other good bands as well. Just a fun place to go hang out.
0: And it's free to get in. Love free. No yeah. cost. No cost. <laughs> grillers Gone Wild Barbecue Festival is also going on this, yeah. week- this weekend. It's uh, at the City of South Daytona Parks and Recreation. Um, so it starts at, seven, at 10 o'clock. So all kinds of grillers and people compete yes, they in do. this one.
1: Well, they have, they have, uh, as, I, as I recall that one, they do both amateur type grillers and then they have like the serious uh, professional guys. Um.
0: Wonder if I could enter some tofu or tofu, tempeh. Yes. tempeh. I, you might. I, I grill up a pretty good temp uh tofu.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's new to me. I haven't heard that. You put barbecue sauce on it. Like.
0: I think there's live music at that event as well.
1: Yeah, That's and that. do they have cars?
0: And cars, yeah. yes.
1: Always cars. I'm trying to think it. My man Greg started that. He's done it that works for their city. So I think they're does it say how many years? It's it's gotta be about no. at least five now. But that's a very successful event. If you like barbecue and checking out old cars, um, it's got a, it's almost got a fifties feel to it. You know, it's just kind of a cool event, uh, kind of a throwback event. Really do a good job with that. Yeah,
0: and the uh, South Daytona Port Orange South Daytona Rotary is doing their casino night on Saturday night at the uh, uh, the Hilton. I think is where it is. But you can find that one. So, yeah, if you want to lose money.
1: money and no one goes to charity, what, right, that's way to right, do Right, it.
0: right, right. <laughs> and, you know, if you're having all this fun and enjoying the outdoors, but want to give back to the community just a little bit on Sunday, there's going to be a beach cleanup at Ocean Deck from 10 to 12. The Marine Science Center is going to help coordinate oh. that. A little education about the ocean, and then they're going to be doing a, doing a the cleanup there. Plus, they'll have some beer samples from the Ocean Deck afterwards. Okay, Beer. now you should have started with that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Beer? "Couple of giveaways." Say it again,
1: because I want to pay attention yeah. now. No, it's ten to ten to noon. You said,
0: "Yeah, ten to noon." And you know, the Ocean Deck is another one of our—I think our—our our local treasures. I think that's the very first place I went to when I came to Daytona on Spring Break, yeah. back in the '80s. Walking into the Ocean Deck, and it's still there, and it looks awesome. They—they
1: they do continue, such a great job.
0: They expanded the upstairs, but they really do contribute to keeping the uh, the ocean and. Outside, people having fun outside on the beach, keep that going. You
1: know, it's a local treasure because it's run its own and run by locals. You know, Dick Kia who started that, sold it to his two managers. Both of them had been, um, Ken and, and uh, Vince, been with him for over 20 years um, previous to that. They brought another partner. So they've kept it local. A lot of that staff has been there for, for years and years. I actually had some, some family come into town a couple weeks ago and uh met them there we sat it was kind of a slower day when it was like a tuesday at lunch so it wasn't crowded yet and man i just sat right in the ocean it was beautiful
0: man yeah it's a great location live music yep good Good reggae oh yeah (laughs) it's a little crazy later fun so you know holiday is coming up as well and that means we got to start shopping getting your christmas list together (laughs) right But there's an opportunity for you to get it all done if you missed out on the Halifax Art Festival as an opportunity there. The Fall Midday Vendor and Craft Show is going on at the VFW in Port Orange, and they're going to have all kinds of vendors there. This is one of the first events of its kind. Or the Christmas Craft Camp is happening at Downtown Daytona Live on the very same day. It's $30, and you can make your own gifts. Downtown Daytona Live is right by WROD Studios. It's in the front part of that.
1: It's right next to Cinematique.
0: So yes, right next to Cinematique. So if you want to make some cards or wine glasses or ornaments or Christmas wreaths Mm -hmm. and have everything set up there, $30, have a free drink, and uh, get your stuff in order for the the holidays. Plus, the Hard Rock Hotel is getting into the holiday spirit. They're having a Moonlight Market series uh, beginning on the 20th, and they're having all kinds of vendors who are going to be there for you to buy their homemade crafts right? to give, like, handcrafted jewelry, soaps. There's even a, a vendor called the Bearded Gentleman. So I guess you could go there, Hal, Al, to clean this up a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Custom pet apparel. All kinds of good stuff is going on there. And also at the Hard Rock this weekend is the Daytona Beach Bash. It's a ballroom dancing event from our folks at Ocean's Dance. They're bringing in a group... Um, called the Brooklyn Dance Sport Club to Daytona Beach. So if you like to watch ballroom dancing or participate in ballroom dancing, you think of yourself as a little bit of a Fred Astaire. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) This is what you got to come watch. I like to watch it. Everybody's welcome to come. It's going to be a whole talented team of dancers who are going to do a show, plus they'll have a little bit of inviting you out there as well. Right. And if you prefer salsa, it's Latin night at the Streamline on A1A. Have you been there?
1: Oh, to yeah. streamline
0: oh, when good. they have Latin night?
1: I'm not for Latin night.
0: There's some amazing like a, Latin dancers in this town. I'm a I mean, just getting up and dancing, having fun. Yeah. They know how to spin. They know how to salsa. They don't fall down like There's I would. There's
1: energy <laughs> and passion in that whole thing. You know, just, I get tired watching it. But, yeah. But no, I, when, when is that? What That's uh, Saturday night. Saturday
0: night. Next. Yeah. Well, it's the Saturday night. The yeah. 16th is Saturday, right? Might have yeah. To check that out. Yeah. They do it once a month. Maybe we'll have to do a, a road trip for the show. Yeah, that's right. Go, go do some, learn some salsa, do the steps. You know, we, we should cover some sporting events as well because Daytona is becoming quite the sporting facility right? area. Um, the Florida Tennis Center is having a, a tournament called the Gatlin Cup, which is a men's invitational tournament going on at the uh, LPGA. Well, right across from LPGA at the Florida Tennis Center. Yeah. So some professional players
1: will be there. Some serious tennis gets played out there.
0: Yeah. And the historical sports car racing, it's called the HSR Classic Daytona. IMSA puts it on. It's a must-do event for vintage and historic sports car racing competitors. The 14th through the 17th with different run groups. So people with old minis will be there. A lot of the older, like uh, Cobras, Shelby Cobras, and older than that cars, Porsches. That's kind of fun to watch at the Speedway because just it's classic looking cars, Ferraris. uh,
1: And I'm sure for them to be at the Speedway is like, it's like the Mecca.
0: Yeah. They raced the whole day, 24 hours, like their own little 24 before the 24 24 before the 24. (laughs) And I don't know if you were invited on this, but Shelly and Sheldon, who are our favorite Tortugas, the Turtles mascots for the Daytona Tortugas team, they're on their honeymoon cruise this weekend. And they invited everybody from Daytona to go with them. Really? Yeah. They're taking one of the, um, I think it's the Monarch of the Seas, one of the cruise lines out of Cape Canaveral for their honeymoon cruise.
1: Just got to let go and get out of their show a little bit. (laughs) Sorry, couldn't help myself.
0: (laughs) Right, getting away from the ballpark and just enjoying life a little. Yeah. I thought maybe they'd go to the dry Tortugas, but yeah, they wouldn't right, go that absolutely. far. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They're going to stay wet in the Bahamas, Okay, I guess. One way's is one, probably. Right, right. And, you know, I'm a bit of a space geek. I'm really amazed by what we always continue to learn about studying the planets. And last week, we talked about Mercury in transit, which was actually on Veterans Day, when Mercury, which is the smallest planet in our system, yes. went in front of the sun. Very hard to see unless you had a telescope, which they had at the planetarium. Well, this week, the two brightest planets, Venus and Jupiter, are going to appear to almost touch each other in the western sky around sunset, which will be absolutely brilliant. And you can go check it out at our planetarium, the Loman Planetarium at the Museum of Arts and Sciences, at 630, that is on the night of the 23rd. Or you can just do it, There's a, having a whole outside setup as well for free. Very cool. That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, I like. To so we've see got that. these amazing telescopes there, and also at the Embry Riddle Planetarium Observatory, there's like right. one of the best telescopes in the state of Florida. Is there? So if you want to check out the stars, yes, and see the, what what would look like if you had really a, a great telescope or some amazing binoculars that these planets were actually going to collide, but they're very far apart from each other. Yeah, just but it would look like it, right optical illusion and one more show i wanted to tell you about the stage at thank you five in port orange has a romantic comedy with a bit of a twist called skin flick and this is another another up and coming theater company in our area you know we have the daytona playhouse there's the athens theater group there's a couple other groups uh little theater down in new smyrna but the stage at thank you five is really up and coming and they and they do a lot of local productions as well with local writers. local and where's that It's on Nova. Okay. Uh, just north of Herbert. Okay. And there's We're a on. little shopping center there. Ravenwood Plaza maybe. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. Yep. It's I right, know where that yeah. is. Yeah. There used to be a a jungle juice or Java jungle there. Java jungle. Coffee place. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, so that, that. That's I know where that, exactly where that is. Very yeah. cool. More theater.
0: More theater. You know there's uh, when you think about Coming to Daytona, the, it's typically the beach and the racing that draw people here. Right. But we have a lot of other events. And you have one coming up. Actually,
1: I've got two things I want to share with everybody. First up, um, downtown, part of our uh, event series we're, we're doing, thanks to Brown and & Brown and also the Downtown Development Authority. We're doing a Sweet Saturday on the 23rd, November 23rd, from 1 to 5. Uh, working with my brother over at Angel & Phelps uh, Chocolate Factory. And um we've got I think we're at sixteen merchants are participating. So you buy yourself a passport, fifteen dollars is all it is, and then you'll get to sample chocolates up and down uh Beach Street and also a couple places on uh a couple places on ISB and two of the locations are gonna have um have vegan specifically. Really? So, yeah. uh, My jo- ears perked uh, up just so a little just bit there. Natural Concepts is um, nice. Is going to be doing a a vegan sampling,
0: and um, and Kale Cafe. Great, so can always count on Kale, right? Camille and Joanne will take care of us. That's right. So, that and of course, lots of
1: Angel. A lot of places will be serving Angel and Phelps chocolate, and then also at the Chocolate Factory, we're going to have my brothers. Quite the artist, so they're going to do some chocolate art in there. Going to make a big old Santa Claus and a big old. uh, uh, Turkey, chocolate, Turkey. Don't, don't get worried. <laughs> That'd be fun. That's a great event. A way to get people out and about on, on, you know, that town right before the holidays hit. It's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. And then on the 30th on main street, it's going to snow. It's going to glow and it's going to snow. So I, I tell you, at least this is one of the proudest things I've been involved with in a long time. It's been a lot of work and uh, by a lot of people. And I've just, kind of steered the ship a little <laughs> a lot of people working hard but we are uh you know last year we did a uh decorating contest the business the the you know, exteriors of the bu- bu- buildings and it did a great job and every other little places you wouldn't think they would spend the money they spend and then just in the bigger bars they all participated just really changed the feel of the street so we've been working since that end, we said well, we're on to something so now we're, we've uh, thanks to the city of Daytona Beach and uh, Politis Matavino Law Firm, we are going to light f- 50 palm trees from, and the county of Volusia, my might add, from A1A to all the way to Peninsula. That's six blocks, 50 palm trees, both sides of the street, in white lights. How many lights
0: does that take?
1: A lot. <laughs> <laughs> thousands and thousands. thousands.
0: I'll get a count Billions for you. and billions. Yeah, get a, count. yeah that, get a count. That could be a trivia question. We could offer a prize. Somebody and, who can select. Yeah. It. And then on the 30th,
1: we're going to uh, light it all up. There was a thing called a light up Volusia, which actually I helped get started years ago, uh, where they have the big 40 foot Christmas tree and the whole ocean center lights up and they got uh, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus there and the whole thing. They've been doing that for years. Light up, and then we're going to direct people to leave. And then Caleb Lee, uh, famous, uh, you know, voice Was singer. he the voice, yeah. right? He actually came to town. Uh, the same church I went to when he first came to town. Has a different last name than Lee, but it was too is complicated to name? say. Well, yeah, because if you had one of those names, it's too hard to say. You never, you know, you got to do that. Anyway, he's going to perform, and then we're going to direct people to go down Main Street. And all I just told you is going to be happening, the lights... All the palm trees, all the stores lit up, and then we're going to make it snow. Nice. Snow from one end to the other. It's going to snow on Main Street. And then every Saturday after that, it's going to snow at 8 o'clock uh, every weekend. Of course, go down and check out all the lights. And I, I, I think it's going to be really cool, and I know what it's going to do. It's going to change the feel of that street, and people will be able to to have a different vision and hopefully a more positive thought about Main Street.
0: Uh, what will it'll, what it'll be us. like um, Jack Bailey, uh, is it Jack Bailey, and, um Charles Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life when right. he's running down the street yeah. and it's snowing, snowing and it's like a main street and he realizes that he wants to live again. We're all well, the promoter be in me wants to that. oversell this, <laughs> but until we do it. <laughs> but it's going to be it's colorful. Gonna be cool. It's not going to be black and white like It's a Wonderful Life. It's not life. be black and white. Well, looking off forward the to it. Yeah. So where do you get snow from? Don't so say you the snow. North Pole.
1: Right. So you have snow-making machines, and we make snow.
0: Nice. So what happens to it? It goes to the ground. Does it melt? Yeah, it just melts, yeah.
1: melts away. But the cool part is, it's like it's like flurries. Right. You grew up in the yeah. I like cold country.
0: You're not going to hear the crunch crunch flurries, crunch under yeah, your feet.
1: Nobody's going to slip and fall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. I'll I'll wear boots. Well, that that will add a lot to the whole. The whole yeah. look and ambiance of the of the Main Street area. I think
1: it's going to be really cool. Uh, I'm really excited about it, and um, a lot of a lot of people worked really hard on this. It was um, many meetings. Yeah, <laughs> it's many. Amazing how many meetings
0: it takes to pull things like this. Well, so what time will the snow begin? The snow will begin at eight o'clock. So it, enough time it, to walk around in the snow. Saturday
1: the thirtieth, and then there the, every Saturday after that, and then on the twenty first, Saturday the twenty first. We're going to have a bad Santa pub crawl.
0: (laughs) That's December 21st, right? Did I I say? December 21st. Thank
1: you. Bad Santa. So, after you've gotten all your shopping done and you've been to all the company parties where you have to behave, you come down
0: here and save it up. Bad Santa. (laughs) You're going to have some coal. Yeah,
1: I think that's a good (laughs) idea. We're going to have a contest for that, dude. That'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's a. kind of eating up my world these days, but um, like I said, real proud of the people on Main Street and the effort and the money they put into doing it. Because it's not, these things don't happen, just money doesn't fall from the sky like snow
0: does. (laughs) Well, and we often get a lot of groups that come to the Daytona Beach area over the holidays, whether it's for, I think there's sometimes little football tournaments, football games. Other events that are going to be at the Ocean Center. So, this will be another a nice yep. welcome for those it's people mid, from out of the, town.
1: That, and then they have, and then that's a turkey, turkey ride run weekend. So, there's a lot, as we all know, there's a lot of, lot of car people in town. So, they're they're pretty heavy on Main Street too, or, or the whole, whole A1A is just packed.
0: Yes. And we're weekend. having a parade downtown as well. Having a parade Street on the 14th. The Holly there, Jolly City, Christmas Parade. Yes,
1: the city's working very hard on that. And I just ran into John Cameron, who's one of the people organized that works for the city. And yeah, they've got lots of floats and high school band. All the high school bands are coming out. So very cool.
0: I love parades. They're a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: I like parades, but I don't like running parades. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, there is a lot of stress. You got to start very (laughs) early. And the timing is never exactly what you hope it would be. The distance (sighs) between the different performers of the different groups. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. It's, it's a fun way to ring in the year yes. and then also show off some of the the improvements downtown i know that there has been new lights put up yep. in the in the interior did they turn those on yet i haven't been down here i haven't yet. seen them on no. um, they weren't on last night it was raining last night it makes a difference but it was yeah. not snowing it wasn't cold enough yeah. to <laughs> actually be snow yes So that's exciting. And, you know, since um, one other thing I wanted to mention to you, and this is at Cinematique, which is also a downtown theater. Mm -hmm. Pain and Glory continues, which is the film we talked about last week with Antonio Banderas. But I don't know if you knew this, but since 1990, a presidential executive order has declared November as National Native America and Alaskan Native Heritage Month. So organizations across the U.S. observe the month and they host different types of programs that showcase indigenous histories, arts and cultures. And so the Sundance Institute, which does a lot of films, has a whole program champion independent storytelling for indigenous people. And there is going to be a show at these, at Cinematique where they're going to show six indigenous short films from the Sundance Institute.
1: Right.
0: So you can check them out there at at Cinematique.
1: Sounds like it will be good photography.
0: Yes. And uh, stories, great storytelling. Great storytelling. Yes. Historic storytelling from, from back before we white men stepped foot on the shores right. <laughs> and not just about, you know, Sacagawea and Pocahontas. I mean, there's going to be a whole lot more yeah. in the storytelling and this is a great opportunity to, um, to bring that to light. And that's one of the benefits of, of Cinematique is you're not going to get the mainstream big, big shows there. And going gets, uh, shows that often are Oscar nominated in their categories, but don't usually get the pull in our area, or at least the theaters don't think they will, right. the large theaters, the big, the big box theaters. So uh, they they have two shows going on every month, plus a comedy show on Tuesday nights, nice. which is a lot of fun. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. get a lot going on. Yeah,
1: it's, it's pretty exciting. Very good. We got uh, as always a lot going on, and we're happy to bring it to you here at Daytona Scene Podcast. And what are you listening to? What am I listening to? Oh, I'm glad you asked that. Two things. After that. <laughs> So when, um, I do a show that every Sunday played every Sunday morning eleven thirty on WNDB, And this week we did uh, Bob Seeger Live Bullet. Now you're from oh yeah Detroit that, Rock Colorado. City. So man. Live Bullet came out in seventy five. Mm-hmm. Well, it was recorded seventy five. Came in seventy six, which was right before Night Moves, which was kind of took mm-hmm. him to a whole stratosphere. But he's and the reason we picked that was that he's on his farewell tour.
0: Where's he going? He is,
1: he, well, I guess he's seventy four now, and he's Although they keep extending this tour, so right. Farewell might is last a Is it the Brett Favre
0: Farewell Tour? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, but, but they say he still sounds great. And so that's a great record. Really, hadn't listened to that a long time, it's a rocker. I mean, there's some really great uh, blues and rock and ballads that he does. And it reminds me what a great band he had going. And then my second one is, um, I'm a huge Van Morrison fan. And he's put out like three records in a year. And the first two, I got to say, I wasn't crazy about, but this one called Three Chords and the Truth is some of the best Van Morrison I've heard, new stuff I've heard in a long time. And so highly recommend if you get a chance, if you're a Van Morrison fan, you might want to seek that one out. So really, it kind of reminds me of Willie Nelson's done. The last couple of Willie Nelson records have come out, kind of speak to being older (laughs) and how you deal with, you know, Reflecting back and looking at what little you have for it, and but doing it in a very poignant way in a um, humorous way, and this is kind of Ann Morrison's uh, take on that. I think it's a really, really good record, and always uh, just great music. Uh, so
0: it's fun to pick. listen to artists as they as they age, whether it's through film directing, music writing, book writing, yeah. performing. Clint Eastwood the same thing with his last film. It was like you can tell that Clint Eastwood is a, a older Clint Eastwood than even unforgiven Clint Eastwood, because it was about being older and the stuff you got to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> a, I just
1: saw that movie. That's really good. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's uh, like I said, Van Morrison, of course, Bob Seger, saying good so those are older, older guys yeah. I was listening to. It's well, good you stuff. inspired
0: me. I re-listened to uh, Joni Mitchell oh, uh, yeah. over the, over the weekend last, last week. And uh, also heard one of Brandy Carlisle covers of some of her songs. Did you drink a case of you? Yeah. So, it's very good. Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. And you know, when you start looking at uh, video or listening to music on YouTube, then YouTube's algorithms, are, they know whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. They prompt you. So I keep getting more and more stuff fed to me. I, I'm loving it.
1: Brandy Carlisle is just the bomb. And she's such a... Very and she great. has the twins, a brother, These these two brothers that are twins. And they write a lot of the music. She writes a lot of the words, but they just... And yeah, together, those three just have really put out a lot of stuff, a lot of, a lot of great music. It's a,
0: so what are you reading? Well, I am still finishing up because, you know, I have had a couple events lately yes. and haven't had as much time to read. So I'm still on Education of an Idealist by the former UN ambassador, Samantha Power. It's a pretty thick book, but it's very good.
1: Yeah, I saw her interviewed. Yeah. Of, she's yeah. She's been out making her
0: rounds. She's, but I've been listening to a new podcast Um, we've talked about podcasts before and there's one that is now Monday through Saturday. It's called up first and it's about 10 minutes of what's going on today. And I hadn't been listening to that. I'm typically listening to the daily and I also like hidden brain. It's one of my favorites, but up first is quite interesting. So if you got 10 minutes in the morning and you want to see what's going on nationally and internationally, it's a good one to listen listen to to
1: that one. They do a good, they kind of clip right through, like you say, the time it takes me to shave, uh, I've taken in 10 minutes of, of a day. What's going on?
0: Yeah, and they, and they cut and paste, I think, a little bit from other interviews because some of the interviews I've heard in other uh, areas, whether uh, it was a newscast or maybe even on the daily. But when you don't have a lot of time and maybe you only have a 10-minute drive to work, it's a good way to catch up on what's happening.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that like you said, that and the daily do a good job. I got one for you. Dolly Parton's America podcast. Very interesting. It's like a that one seven. Down. It's like a six or seven parter. Um, it's just so, like some of these podcasts are just so well produced. You know, they must take ten people. Bobby, you
0: do a great job. We're not saying yeah. anything about you, Bobby. <laughs> no,
1: no, I, no, I just mean like how they work music yeah. in, and then and then they had. It's just this this guys figuring out this venture adventure to find out who Dolly Parton really is. And uh, just how huge she is. I didn't realize, you know, how... I mean, she's not only next... I think Disney's the only one that's had more effect on people in the sense of creativity and Dolly World and all that's done. And just how many records she's selling to young people now. It's not... You, you think mm-hmm. of Dolly Parton as older country, but not at all.
0: Well, she looks amazing. Yeah. Wow. But it's yeah, really... it's right uh, it's
1: It's more than just about her. It's really... Uh, and, and and they sell a lot to immigrants. by a lot of her stuff. People in other parts of the world can relate to her, it's in a, a in a very deep way. So,
0: I'm I'm looking at the uh, podcast. It says, "Join us for a nine episode journey into the Dollyverse. Yeah. I think I'm on five. <laughs> You're in the Dollyverse. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. I have to check that one out. Yeah. So,
1: and we hope you uh, enjoy this podcast. And if you do, please. Uh, please give us lots of stars and likes let people let let your friends and neighbors know um, keep this thing going keep building an audience as we go so we certainly need your help to do that so if you could uh, hit us with five stars on on whatever platform you're listening to us we'd appreciate that and probably even more importantly let your friends know uh, get them on it and show them how to use a lot of my friends don't even know what a podcast yeah. is so kind <laughs> of get through that but i gotta tell you and that's how you and I both got into doing this. We had to spend a lot of time on radio, but but I'm just I I listen to podcasts every day. Something. Whatever, you know. I'm a big seminole fan, so I listen to a podcast about that, music fan, it's, it's podcast about that, the news, whatever whatever your passion is, whatever way you lean politically, there's always some there's 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 something to be found there.
0: So. Yeah, on demand information yeah. and entertainment, that's for sure.
1: Well said, Lisa. I think we'll end on that note okay. right there. So as always, thank you, Lisa, and we'll uh, yeah.
0: See you talk next to week. you
1: next week here at Daytona Scene Podcast.